High FM 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining me right now is Desmond Latham, who's an aviation expert, and this is this was a very interesting week or weekend for aviation. Firstly, there was an incident with an LL flight and uh, communication, and the other was that the, the network at Oatambo went down. So, morning, Desmond. How are you? Morning, Kathleen. Pretty well. How are you doing? All right. Thank you. Oh, you have a lovely voice. Desmond. Um, thank you. <laughs> can we talk very briefly about what happened with this LL flight? The host, the, I mean, the headline reads like this. Hostile factors attempt to take over LL flight's communications network. And then we've got our Tambo. That's their network that goes down. What? What what was happening yeah, this, no, I thought, this week? I, I thought it was. I must be honest. It's, it's slightly theatrical. That headline. It's not really accurate. Okay. Um, to take over the communication system of the plane, it's you have to take over the central communication system. It's called the vehicle bus. Funny enough, the controller area network, which is like a giant server on an airplane, and you can't really get into it unless you can unless you try and hack it. Um, some hackers have tried to do it as a test, sitting in the seats, hacking through the um, visual display. The little TV system, and they can't. They've, they've claimed over the past they have been able to do it, but both Boeing and Airbus say it's not possible. Um, so that's the real hacking system. What happened here is that someone used a handheld or other kind of a radio um, to contact the pilots and and to suggest that they deviate the flight. And um, so it's not true hacking system. It's just someone using a a device to um, communicate with the pilots. And um, LL pilots are highly well versed in in direct flights and other flights and they would have picked up immediately that something was wrong because you don't just arbitrarily change destinations um, and also they operate on a slightly different system LL pilots are plugged into to Tel Aviv all the time um, for security reasons and, and they would obviously te- check um, but they, they didn't get that far they checked with the um, air traffic controller separately and then moved to a separate communication frequency so they couldn't be contacted and continue the flight. Most of the airspace in the world is not controlled. In other words, it's pilots talking to pilots. So when you fly over Africa, you fly to Australia, for example, um, 90% of that flight, there's no um, no ATC at all. You're just talking to other pilots in the air, um, and then you're being monitored for you know for safety to ensure that you're in the right place at the right time. So that's my long answer. Is that's it's a, I thought it was a bit over dramatic, and also <laughs> I'm a bit surprised the pilots actually. Um, went public with that. I didn't think that it was required. Um, most of this, the issues that happen at the front, at the flight deck, you know, you don't talk to the public about it because they don't need to know. Yes. I mean, they've been, a lot of the time, for example, um, we're being affected by lasers, which is a much, much bigger problem. That is huge. Um, yes, and that's much, much more dangerous than someone, some idiot, you know, in Eritrea or um, part of Yemen trying to send a, a message to a pilot flying overhead. Or, or Somalia, yeah. Um, mm. Can you just explain to us what you mean by the lasers? You're talking about the green the green laser, the laser beam. With every yes, people now can purchase almost military strength lasers. And I've been hit by a laser flying over. Uh, at night over Harder Beersport, heading to Lanceria, for example. Oh, wow. And um, I, for a split second, I thought I was flying into another airplane because of the green color. You thought it was, we thought it was lights from a, um, from a plane's wing. And then for about 30 seconds, we couldn't see anything. <clears throat> we oh, were gosh. blinded. Oh, gosh. So, um, That's we terrifying. We flicked to autopilot. 
and we and what happens in those situations we all report and then the ATC initiates some ground action um, so a security truck takes off and tries to find the person aiming these um, industrial lasers and in in, in a built-up area like Hardebisper Dam there's a lot of rich kids who live there and they think that you know they live in these um, private golf fraternity clubs and, and they have access to money and they do actually point their lasers at plans. We know it's coming from people inside these these uh, townhouse complexes and so on. We just can't find them. So that's okay. a much bigger problem and, and pilots flying into um, you know airports, big airports, Heathrow and so on are having major problems with this. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's our that's my and our biggest concern. We don't really worry about an idiot with a radio trying to convince us that we should you know deviate from our routes. Yeah, I mean, it's so just for anyone who's not uh, not familiar with aviation, is that every airport has this single beam laser that if you have that laser in your sights, it means that you are lined up to land on that runway. Um, if that laser is well, it's not a laser. It's not a laser. It's a it's a system of it's lights. a light. Yes. Um, so it it can be very confusing, which is what um, which is what Desmond's talking about. So no, no, I'm, I'm no, sorry, you're not talking about. We get this right. No, that's not confusing at all. What is confusing when someone on the ground shines a laser? That is the problem. Yes. No, the pilot. The, we we we. You know, if you don't see those lights on the ground, you can, at the airport you get slightly worried because it's it um, leads you to the threshold. No, so uh, I was actually talking about the, the, the guided laser, the, the single beam that guides yeah, planes in. Yes. No, it's not a laser. It's a, there's there's um, a, an ILS landing system, which yes. is just a radio beacon that you look for that, that you can um, follow, and your equipment on board tells you if you're too high, too, low, too far left or right, and you just follow it in the three degrees. And then there's a system of lights on the ground, which are, are non-directional. Um, in other words, they just glow yes they're and pretty. they indicate a line that that you follow into into the airport that's yes. not a laser at all yes. and then there's uh, something else called poppies which are on the left and right hand side of runways that are two they're four lights normally that are um that glow two white two orange and if you see too many white lights it means you're too high and if you see too many orange lights you're too low too many red lights you're too low so that but that's non-invasive it's it's a set system it's like a street light on the ground in a line basically yeah. you just follow them in so okay I'll say Desmond that's where we're going to leave it but thank you very very much for your time and I uh, look forward to speaking to you again thank you thanks Kathy alright take right. care nice to meet you cheers nice to meet you too cheers bye <laughs> man with a lovely voice I was thinking you know maybe it uh, maybe with those lasers you should send in the IDF they're, they're quite good at finding people <laughs>